The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, in what is our last episode of... 2020, this crazy year called 2020, the year that uh, most of us are probably pretty damn glad is going to be over. Yes, last episode right here. Thanks, everybody, tuning in on Sirius XM. Um, you know, I guess uh, Podcast One, Sports Byline. Uh, you know, we've got uh, people tuning in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all over the world. Thank you, guys. Uh, can't forget our troops, American Forces Network, tuning in. Thank you, guys. Holiday season, you guys are out. Uh, you know, keeping us safe and allowing guys like me to do radio on a weekly basis. Thank you guys for the continued support of uh, of the country, and thank you for everything you do. I know this is a tough time for you guys being home, uh, away from family and friends and stuff over the holidays. And uh, you know, thank you guys, um, you know, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, that being said, we're we're gonna try and send this one off on a high note uh, this week. Um, you know, it's been been weird. You know, motorsports. We we got all kinds of stuff to talk about in this first segment, and then after that, we're gonna roll into uh, uh, a couple of interviews, some fun ones, shaking it up. Got my good friend Ashley Kidd. Uh, she's a pro wake surfer. Uh, her brother actually races trophy trucks, but she's the best wake surfer in the world on the female side of things. Uh, she's been on the show. It's been quite a few years, but uh, we're going to have her on, shake it up a bit, throw a wake surfer on air. Yeah, I know we're a motorsports show, but sometimes I like to shake it up, and that's what we're doing this week. And then our number two, for those of you that are fans of motorsport marketing, if you're a race car driver looking for sponsorship, if you're an influencer just looking to up your social media game, well, I got the guest for you. My good friend, Natalie Torrance. Yes, she is social media manager to the stars of NHRA. Uh, she knows social media inside and out, motorsports marketing, PR, content, she is on the show for the entire hour number two. Great friend of mine and, um, you know, looking forward to having her uh, on here, spilling her knowledge. So uh, going to be good, going to be fun. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun show to wrap up this year. If you've got any questions, hit me up at JimBeaver15. We've got some time in this first segment. I will answer those questions and a whole lot more. So uh, hang tight. It's going to be a great two hours right here on the show. And, uh, yeah, we're going to kick things off here with this first segment, and I'm going to chime in on uh, a lot of motorsports news that's happening right now so we'll be back after this on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind general tire has you covered from the all-new g-max rs to the grabber atx no matter what you drive general tire will get you where you're going learn more at GeneralTire.com. general tire cruising with the down and dirty radio show since 2012 want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. 
Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, our number one. And uh, yes, thank you guys. We just got done with a big uh, esports event. We had our uh, Fistful of Bourbon Pro Two Showdown. Thanks to everybody that tuned in on Facebook. YouTube, Twitch, all of our channels are growing like crazy, man. But a great, great race. Um, had Ron Caps, Chad Reed, Bilko. We had a bunch of guys in there having a lot of fun, sliding, slamming, uh, racing Pro 2s on the streets of Long Beach. Fun, fun race. And, uh, you know, a lot of good times right before the holidays. I uh, was a qualifier for our World Cup. Big, big news coming out of our World Cup. Uh, Going to be uh, dropping those news uh, sometime in the next uh, week or two, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yes, we got a lot cranking on our end on the eSports front. But uh, if you missed that race, worth going back, checking the broadcast out on uh, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Uh, it's up there on the archives. Cool race, man. Uh, really, really was. So main event was awesome. Yeah, go back and uh, check it out. Worth, uh, worth, uh, worth the watch. Uh, speaking of iRacing, use the coupon code PR-JimBeaver. That is going to get you a 50% discount over there at iRacing.com when you sign up for a new account. And uh, once again, Fistful of Bourbon, big partners in the show, just re-up for another year. Going to be involved in the show, our eSports stuff. And uh, if you're looking for some bourbon, check them out. Definitely uh, good stuff had by all over there. So yes, we are back for 2021 with more radio. Been doing this for 10 years. So 10th anniversary of the show next year. Who would ever thought we'd be around for 10 years? I certainly didn't, but uh, glad we are. And Glad you guys are still tuned in and you guys are listening. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any, you know, I'm open. You know, SiriusXM picked us up for a new day. Now we're actually on Saturdays and Sundays on SiriusXM. So, obviously, we got some listeners. We're doing something right. But, um, you know, every year we kind of, you know, assess things. And this has been a weird year. And I apologize for you listeners who tune in. I mean, this with the pandemic, motorsports, it has been a weird year to try and uh, get interviews, to do a proper show, talk about what's going on in the racing industry. It's just, it's been tough. This, I can't say that 2020 has been our best stellar year for radio ever. Like, it just it just hasn't. I'll be honest with you. We've had some great guests, but it just hasn't been one of our best years yet. And I want to make 2021 and our 10th anniversary the best year yet. Uh, bring, you know, and obviously we're going to have stellar guests. But, you know, from a content standpoint, hit me up. Let me know what you guys want to hear on the show. I am wide open. I love interviewing people. I love your suggestions. And, uh, you know, we, we did that power ranking segment the last, what, year or two? And uh, that was directly because of you guys. And, um, you know, Chris Leone and I had a hell of a lot of fun with it. That's going to come back. But, uh, yeah, if you got any ideas, special segments, guests, reoccurring roles, um, anything you would like to hear more of, hit me up. Let me know. We will we will change. This has always been a fan-driven show. This isn't a Jim Beaver-driven show. This is a fan-driven show, and we always like to uh, – always like to uh, please our listeners. So Squeaky Wheel gets the grease. You want something on air? Boom. Hit us up. Let us know. So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of stuff coming out of off-road. Lots of uh, news, rumors swirling about January, February. Uh, man, we thought this whole pandemic thing was going to be over by the start of the year. Now it's lingering into uh, the new year on the motorsports front. Um, you know, obviously by now, if you're an off-road fan, you've heard about what happened with Snore kind of getting kicked out. We have the state and the gaming board threatened to pull a casino's license if they didn't cancel an event. Uh, and, you know, and, and there's all kinds of stuff going on with that. Uh, I, from what I understand, the Arizona races are safe right now. Uh, I know Park 425 is going on. Dave Cole's been very open saying King of the Hammers is 100% a go as of now. So, uh, you know, one of the biggest races or two biggest races of the year to start off the year are, are definitely a go. 
Um, but past that, I think all bets are off. Uh, just got some rumor, or not some rumors, but some news. This one I understand, kind of bummer because I like going in April, but it's going to get delayed till September, and September is just a slam-packed month. Long Beach Grand Prix, um, it is being delayed until September of next year. Uh, that one, uh, you know, that, that one's going to be interesting. It's going to be the finale of the IndyCar series. Uh, it's going to be run in September. Um, you know, weather should be pretty solid in Long Beach in September. Um, I love that April event. It's kind of one of the big kickoffs to motorsports season, and uh, especially with IndyCar, always one of the first couple of rounds on the calendar. And, uh, you know, it's iconic. It's one of the big ones. Uh, everybody wants a Long Beach Grand Prix win, former Formula One race. You know, IndyCar, it is one of their crown jewels. Uh, it's going to be run in September now. And um, I don't know. It's going to be uh, – that is definitely going to be uh, – going to be interesting going to be the finale though and what a way to cap off an indycar season at long beach so uh yeah that uh, was one of the big news uh, bits of news coming out of the world of motorsport so uh yeah definitely looking forward to that and um you know i'm going to try and be out there on site we got a lot of stuff cranking on our end i got a new race car sitting in the shop i haven't even told you guys about you're gonna have to wait until after the start of the year to uh, find out more information on that but uh yeah it's definitely going to uh be an interesting an interesting year for uh uh, for me, for you, and for a lot of people. So, um, you know, especially the IndyCar community. Um, but uh, speaking of interesting, one of the things we haven't touched base on is, uh, you know, Travis Pastrana took over Ken Block's at Jim Connor job. That is right, uh, Ken Block handing over the reins to the franchise to Travis Pastrana. And, you know, I know I've talked with Ken, and he says, you know, the, the tough part about Jim Connor is, is we've done everything, right? And it makes it really, really tough because you've always got to innovate. You always got to take everything a step further, you always got to get it bigger better you know you, you can't do exactly the same thing you did last time or people get bored with it it's always got to be a step above that's why you know fmx and x games every year at x games it was like well with any kind of action sports it was like man what's next what crazy stuff are they going to pull out in, in fmx and you know and pastrana and deegan and those guys went to war and every year they stepped it up well jim connor's the same like ken block has been forced you know for 10 years to to continue to elevate Bring something new, crazier venues, crazier stunts, and finally there comes a point where there's just not a lot left, right? And so you got to get another set of eyes on things. Insert Travis Pastrana. That is right, Mr. TP199 took over Ken Block's franchise. Uh, they filmed in his hometown there, Annapolis, Maryland. And, uh, you know, I got to say, it's out there. It's on YouTube. It's doing very, very well. I mean, you know, it's anything done by Hoonigan and with the Jim Connor name is going to go viral. But, uh, you know, it was one of those where. Uh, Travis is just a different type of driver. Ken is very calculated. He's an assassin. He's he's a scientist. Ken sits back and he analyzes things and he looks at it and he and he does runs and he does tricks based on you know his calculations and stuff. And and it, can Ken drive absolutely got insane car control. He's very cerebral. He's very calculated uh, in everything he does. Travis. On the flip side is a wild man. Travis just shoots from the hip and goes, right? And and that's not saying that Travis isn't a very, very good driver. I mean, he's phenomenal. He's uh, I've said long time he's one of the best pure race car drivers in the entire world. You can throw him in anything from a rally car to an off-road truck to a dirt bike um, to, uh, you know, to a NASCAR. And Travis is fast. He's bad fast, right? Uh, he's very, very diverse phenomenal driver him and Sebastian Loeb Robbie Gordon I'd say Juan Montoya there's a few that I would throw up on that uh, on that pedestal is just pure great drivers you know so TP definitely in that but he's a different type of driver I mean he's a stunt man right he's all for show and uh I got to tell you this video was very very different than a lot of previous Jim Connors I loved it and and I'm not taking anything away from Ken's because Ken I love watching Ken's videos but this was just a different type Jim Connor. And I think that, for me, was kind of cool to see a different take on it. You know, a completely different take on, on the same tried-and-true formula. And it really, I think, was very, very successful. And I, I, I'm kind of anxious to see, you know, as time goes on, how many v views that, that totally gets. And I think it'll be right up there with some of Ken's best. And, uh, you know, and, and truthfully, that being said, uh, you know, the Internet's a whole different place. You know, the, those... Uh, those social followings are bigger now. Um, their YouTube subscribers are bigger now. So this should be bigger, the biggest Jim Connor yet. But uh, regardless, I have to say, um, Travis did a phenomenal job at doing this. And I, I got to tell you, he had a lot of weight on his shoulders. 
And uh, I think Trav knows this. I mean, you know, if this was a failure, it would have directly been related to Travis because Ken, uh, you know, he hasn't had a failure in Jim Connor yet. And uh, Travis, he's a good friend of ours, good friend of the show. But I got to tell you, he absolutely slammed it out of the park uh, when it came to Jim Connor. So there was some crazy jumps there, some crazy stunts. Uh, some stuff that uh, you want to say sketchy at best and thread the needle. TP definitely, definitely did that in uh, more than one instance in the new Jim Gymkhana. So uh, worth going over to the Hoonigan YouTube channel, checking it out. I mean, uh, you know, it, it is definitely worth the 10-minute watch. Uh, you know, normally we would do a live watch on the show of those, but it's already been out for a week and a half. So I feel like, uh, you know, when we can do that, like day of, it's kind of cool. But I've already watched it, too. And I like giving my first impressions on a video on those. But uh, definitely go worth worth the watch. So we're going to take a short commercial break. My good friend Ashley Kidd, pro wake surfer, she's going to be up next right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. I'd like to welcome my uh, next guest to the show this week, uh, my good friend. I was actually looking, Ashley. Uh, by the way, it's Ashley Kidd on the line. I just jump right into things. But uh, I was looking back. I was like, I think our first time we did an interview was back in like 2014, 2015, something like that. I. For some odd reason, in the back of my mind, I remember like you had seventy five hundred Instagram followers at the time. So we're talking way back, Ashley. Yeah, yeah, that was a while back. I think at a competition in Arizona, you stopped by and 
yeah, it was a it was a while back. <laughs> yeah, well, that, definitely grown the Instagram since then. <laughs> yeah, well, that was actually here in Parker because that's my hometown, and I remember at the time, like you and I shared a lighting sponsor, and uh, they helped you on the boat side, and then me on the racing side, and uh, somehow we got connected through them or something, and. Um, pretty sure you probably won that contest, just like you pretty much win everything these days. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, they got it's almost like me with racing. Like I've done so many races, and I do so many. Like I was looking back at my career, and I've done like a few hundred races at this point. And like with you and wake yeah. surf competitions, it's got to be the same. Like somebody will bring something up and it's just like, they all kind of got to blur together. Right. Exactly. They do. I'm like, gosh, what, what, I don't even remember what years I've won nationals or worlds anymore. I like have to sit down and think about it because it's, I've been competing for so long. So it's just, it does, it all blends together. Yeah. And I tell everybody and, um, I, and sometimes I'll forget to update it for like a year or two and then it gets hard, but I tell anybody that's a professional athlete or even if it's just getting started out, start logging like every last competition you go to, it doesn't matter how small, literally just keep an ongoing list on your computer. And every time you do one, Hey, I got 20th place at this. Hey, I got first at this. Exactly. Because 10, 15 years, yeah, 10, 15 years goes by and you forget everything, you know? And it's just like, (laughs) yeah, I actually have a list of all the events I've done on my website. And, um, I, I know I hadn't updated it in a while. So I was having to like go back a year or two and I was like, wow, I don't even remember <laughs> which events they were, but yeah, that's such a good idea to just write it all down. Yeah, that's you it. Would, you would think you would remember those things, but it, it just blurs. Yeah, which I guess when something does stick out and you do remember it, you know, it was like an epic moment, right? Because I know like there, there's exactly. got to be times in your career now, because what have what you been doing this, like a decade now? I know, well, you've won like nine U.S. Yeah. titles, right? So what is about a decade or... Was it late, like twenty, what, two thousand nine, ten? Did you get your start? I yeah. So I learned how to wake surf in two thousand nine and started competing in twenty ten. So it's been a while. I I feel like too, and uh, you know, and you know, obviously you're the elite of the elite now. But you feel like when you got started, like wake surfing was still very much in its infancy. Like wakeboarding was huge at that oh, time. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But wake surfing yes. was when I started. It was definitely like people on the lake were like, what is this person doing? Why is their boat leaning over? Because back then you had all the fat sacks filled with water on one Uh, side of the boat to make the boat lean. And like boats weren't made for wake surfing back then like they are now. So it was definitely a rare sight to see somebody riding wake surfing. And it is funny because I was there. There was three or four years where I was really heavy into wakeboarding, and then I was in college, and it just got tougher and tougher to be on the water and things like that. But we're talking early two thousands, and boat technology has come a long way. Because I remember, like, holy crap, the amount of water and ballast tanks and water sacks and stuff like that we had in the back of the boat. <laughs> oh, to get yeah. it. I mean, it was like it was crude, like <laughs> like you said, like it was like yep. Like, Boat tech is so vastly different it's, nowadays. Oh, it is insane now. You you just press a button and everything's ready to go. The boat's not leaning anymore for wake surfing. It's level. The waves are like twice the size or three times the size they used to be. <laughs> it's so crazy because now you see like little kids who have started wake surfing who are just doing like amazing, but they've had like the best you know, they've started with like good waves behind the boat and like all the good technology. So it's cool to see where the sport's going. Yeah. And you know, what's kind of funny about that is, is like, I, I surf, you know, in, in real life too, uh, I, real life. I don't know. That's, that's weird. But. In real life. <laughs> I, I actually surf on the ocean. Let's put it that way. But like, I'll be, yeah. I'll be in the waves sometimes and I'll be like, these suck. Like, give me a boat. Right. <laughs> Like, because the boat is so much better than some of the stuff you get out in the ocean, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. I surf in the ocean as well. And sometimes I get really frustrated out there because I'm like, finally got a wave and now it's gone. (laughs) Wake surfing, you just go forever. Yeah, there's truth to that, you know, in the sitting and, you know, and uh, my daughter, she's 12 and 
we were in San Diego this year and I was trying to teach her to surf and she's like, Dad, there's a lot of waiting. I'm like, Yeah. And then <laughs> there I, is a lot of waiting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Well, the wake surfing, you don't have that. It's just, you know, it's just get and go. And I know it's kind of like me. I've really got into cable park riding the last couple of years. On, uh, I actually I can't wakeboard much anymore because of my knees. So I, I do a lot of wake skating. But I tell you what, cable parks, from when I first started learning to wakeboard and there was the only option was a boat, it's so nice to learn tricks at a cable park because, like, you fall down and five seconds later you're back up. And I feel like wake surfing is kind of that way. Like, you can learn tricks. You fall. If you're trying to learn them in the ocean, you fall and it's like you got to, you know, paddle back out, turn around. Like, there's (laughs) like. Yes, much longer process. Yeah. So that being said, I mean, you know, let's talk a little bit because it's been a long time since I've had you on the show, probably three or four years, I think. Um, but let's kind of jump into kind of where things are now, because I know action sports as a whole is kind of I don't want to say regressed because I look what skateboarders are doing and BMX riders and the progression is still there. But I mean, like with major sponsorship, things like that it's kind of regressed a little bit and there was some massive money 10, 15 years ago. That's, you know, there's still money there, but you're a wake surfer. I mean, that that's, you've got action sports, you've got wake surfing, which is kind of a niche of action sports, but you've been the one person that's really kind of pushed through and been able to get some legit corporate sponsorship. And a lot of it, I think is, you know, you've done phenomenal on social media, but how is it being quote unquote, a professional wake surfer? Cause you are one of the few Ashley. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Um, I just spend pretty much most of my time, you know, trying to push the sport, trying to get better, um, with my riding as well as, you know, reach out to large companies and try and get some big sponsors because that's, what's going to help push the sport as well as my channel, which, you know, I'm trying to make wake surfing more known everywhere and get more people into it. Um, so it's just been a constant thing for me since I started, really, um, that I've just continue, continuously just been pushing at that. Yeah. Well, that being said, I mean, how, you know, wake surfing, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no major TV packages or anything like that. You know, I'm sure there's some live streaming and yeah, things like that that go there's on. there's not. <laughs> there so, actually isn't. So, like, <laughs> so for a company to come in and be like, all right, we're going to give Ashley X amount of dollars or something like that, like – they're going to rely on your social because it's not like somebody can tune in on ESPN and watch you just shred behind exactly. a bar, right? So you all, all of it falls on your shoulders to turn around and, you know, show the world what you're doing, you know? Exactly. It's all through social media. So that is definitely one of the different things with wake surfing than other sports. Um, no, it's not, you know, on TV and the events aren't like massive, huge uh, events where – thousands and thousands of people go to so it's all relies on social media and you know all of that in the boating industry and just yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> crazy you know you know what's crazy to me though is because we're talking about this and wake surfing I'm looking at it going you know and, and I'm fortunate I live on the river here in Parker so you know I, I've got access to boats and things like that and I go up to Minnesota a lot and you know and I you know and I've got access to boats and water up there and like I'm around it but you know the crazy thing is I look down the list and I can tell you of race car drivers action sports athletes like everyone loves wake surfing like there's not one person that doesn't like it yeah and I'm, I'm looking at it going how I've is definitely this noticed that yeah how like, is this not 10 past, times bigger like, three years like even like singers actors whatever it is like everybody has started wake surfing which is so cool to see that like the sport that i love and have been doing for so long like is becoming that well known <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I see that and I go, how is this not bigger? Because everything is there. I mean, you got amazing personalities like you, you've got, I mean, what you do behind a boat is just insane, you know, like, and you've got all these mainstream people who love doing it. And I'm like, how is this not all of a sudden got a TV package? I mean, we got some horrible stuff on television nowadays. Like how is this not <laughs> jumped up there? You know, like it's crazy. You know? I know. I, know. I, I think it will one of these days. It's, it's just the process of it growing. It's just, it's slow, but it's getting there. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be reached out by some, some insane people. I mean, you're social following. I know, congrats. You just clipped a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I think here, what a month or two back. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy because once it hits the 100,000 mark, it seems like it's just growing way quicker now. I'm at, I think I'm at like 112,000 now. Oh, wow. But for a oh, while wow. there, it seemed like pretty stagnant. Like I would get, you know, a couple every now and then. But ever since it hit the 100, it's been growing fast. So makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny about Instagram? And I don't, you know, there's all kinds of logarithms and stuff like that. But I feel like, like mine does yeah. that too. Like I, for the longest time, I was in the 40s and I was like 44, 45. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it, within two months, it jumped up into the 50s. And then it like, then for a month or two, nothing happened. And now I'm in the 60s. You know, and I feel like it, it just like, I get these, these weird gaps where it's like Instagram goes on fire and I get all this growth. And then all of a sudden, it's like, pump the brakes. All right. You know, we're going to. And then it goes away completely. Yeah, same thing when I post certain things. Sometimes I'll post a video. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Like, such a cool edit. And it does, like, uh, it's, like, decent. And then I'll post something that's, like, should I even post this? Like, it's not that cool. does amazing. <laughs> like, okay, just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> and we're going to continue this conversation with Ashley Kidd. We'll return here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got uh, pro wake surfer extraordinaire Ashley Kidd on the line. For we went to break, Ashley, we we're kind of talking about social media and stuff. You know, I want to chime in on your social media following. You know, you got a you built a really organic following that really follows you for for hardcore wake surfing content it's been pretty uh, pretty interesting how you've built your community right right yeah i try and just 
stick to a bunch of wake surfing on my page. Wake surfing, I think I might start doing, getting into posting a little bit more of like my workouts and what I eat because I've had a lot of people asking me about that. Um, and now that it's going to be, it's winter time pretty much here in Texas, which can be cold some days and then warm the other days. But um, so I might start posting a little more of that. But yeah, definitely a majority of my page is all wake surfing. Yeah. Um, well, in talking about, you know, that let's, let's jump into the fitness side, you know, cause I never really even thought about that with, I know real surfing cause I've spent a ton of time in the water. I mean, it's crazy. The amount of swimming and paddling and things like that. Like I can go out and surf for 45 minutes and be whooped at the end of it, you know, like, Oh yeah. <laughs> wake surfing. I mean, there's a lot of that. Definitely fall, one of the best workouts. Yeah. Fall swim, get your board, like get back up. Like, I mean, there's a lot of different muscles and things like that you're using. And, and I'm sure what a session of yours, you're probably in the water water for a few hours right a day um I'll usually wake surf for about an hour and then sometimes take a break and ride again but usually after an hour since it is so constant like we were talking about I'm usually exhausted especially if I'm trying new tricks because then it is like fall get your board the boat's already there so then you get up again and try again so definitely gets tiring yeah. Well, I know you've been doing some stuff too. Like you've played around in some wave pools in that, right? I mean, and obviously it's not behind a boat, but you know, and that's kind of, I guess would simulate real surfing. I don't want to say real surfing. Cause you know what I mean? Like ocean surfing. But yeah. Yeah. Ocean surfing. It's, it's crazy because, um, yeah, BSR surf parks, like about an hour from my house. So I've been there a couple of times. It definitely is so it's different than surfing in the ocean way different than wake surfing um but yeah i would say it's, it is definitely more similar to ocean surfing but still has a different feel to it yeah and does something like that or ocean surfing like is there a lot of carryover like can you take your wake surfing tricks apply them to the waves or can you learn something on the waves and then apply them to wake surfing i mean i've always viewed wake surfing as more like uh being at a skate park you know what i mean because you're you know what i mean exactly you know so there yeah actually i get asked that question a lot if i'm like as good at surfing in the ocean as i am at wake surfing i'm like no way (laughs) i can surf in the ocean but as far as my tricks go um i haven't had the time to be out you know, surfing in the ocean long enough to even figure out how to transfer the tricks over. But I do look at wake surfing as more of like a technical sport. So it'd be like a little bit more like skateboarding and almost even snowboarding. But as it's weird, you would think it would be super similar to surfing, but it's, it's really very different. Yeah, no. And I think, I think that, uh, you know, surfing does help. I mean, anything you do on any type of board is going to somewhat give you a whole new perspective for what, you know, I can go snowboard for like a week and come home and wake surf. And I feel like I have a whole new like perspective and understanding. Yeah. How about, how about skateboarding? You skate at all? Uh, I got to think some of like the shove and stuff you do, you know, wake surfing. I mean, if you try it on a skateboard to, to really kind of do that at all. I actually don't. Um, my brother has tried getting me to skateboard forever. Um, but I, I gave it about a month one time where I, I tried, but I, it never really clicked with me because, you know, I didn't feel as confident trying things when you're falling on concrete as water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just, it didn't stick with me. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. Concrete's definitely a lot harder than water. Although yeah, smacking yeah. the water when at I, times hurts. <laughs> yeah, when I go wake surf, um, you know, I'll try anything, even like a shove. Like I had never even done a shove in my entire life. But wake surfing, I'll try it a million times because I'm just going to fall in the water. So I'm like, it's not a big deal. I'm only going like 10 miles an hour. <laughs> 
So here's a question. Obviously, you know, we talk, you got, you got an insane Instagram following, you know, you, you're starting to get a lot of people from different walks of life, different action sports. You know, you talked about, you know, a lot of celebrities now taking up wake surfing. You got any, ever got any crazy DMs or anything like that? Or somebody comment on one of your posts, like somebody you didn't expect, like, holy crap, that person's following me or they, they actually saw my posts. Like you ever get like shell shock from anybody? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, Ryan Sheckler commented on one of my posts before and started following me. So I was definitely like growing up and stuff. Everyone knew yeah. about Ryan Sheckler. So I was like, what? No way. He wakes her. He's looking at me wake surfing. That's cool. <laughs> That's rad. That's one of those where you gotta, you gotta send him a message. Be like, Hey, why don't you come to Austin? I'll take you out on the boat and give you a lesson, man. Exactly. <laughs> right. That would definitely be a cool uh, collaboration. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super rad. But yeah, I mean, you know, that I mean, obviously, you know, how do you, you know, with your sponsors? I mean, you've got some heavy hitting sponsors. I mean, you know, you've got boat companies, you've got, um, you know, Conley, which is massive. You know, how do you how do you approach sponsors? Because I mean, there's a lot of wake surfers, but there's really only a couple that are really worn a, uh, you know, a big investment like yourself. I mean, that that's got to make you feel pretty good. I mean, how you know, but I got to think you probably got a lot of options too, right? But you've, I know, you know, even with like Centurion, you've been with them for years, you know, it's, you're very loyal oh, with, yeah. with your partners and things like that. I mean, you know, how, how do you approach that? I mean, they, they've got, you know, obviously you're top female wake surfer in the world, right? I mean, they've, you know, you've got, uh, you know, they, they've got to have a, a legit stake in the game with you. Yeah, I definitely, uh, like more of the long-term sponsorships. I've been with Centurion for seven years now, and I just signed with them for two more years. So, um, yeah, the long-term stuff is great. And I think it's all about, you know, communication and making each other happy with what's going on. And I'm always trying to reach out to the big brands and make sure that, you know, they like what I'm putting out, like all my content and, whatever they need me to provide. So I think that that's one thing that's really helped is just making sure that I'm on top of everything that I do, you know, and not put anything off. I'm just always like trying to get more content, trying to, you know, grow the, grow my channel and their channels and their brands. Yeah. Well, you're definitely doing a hell of a job. So, Hey, how is how is this year? I mean, obviously, all of us I know in the racing world, action sports world, everybody's been affected. I mean, uh, you, I'm sure you had a lot of event cancellations. Maybe wake surfing a little bit different, oh, yeah. just because you don't have like the <laughs> massive, uh, you know, massive, you know, fifty thousand people show up to watch you guys on, you know, on a exactly. lake or something. But you know, how did, how was your season affected this year? Oh, everything was super weird at first when. Uh, like when all the COVID stuff first started happening, um, events just kept getting canceled, canceled, canceled. Like I had everything booked for my first event of the season and everything, like all the businesses around here started closing. So I was like, no way, there's no way my season's going to get canceled. And then everything got canceled and then they figured out, okay, well, we'll do some online events. So I actually had like five or six online competitions. Um, so basically you would submit a video of you riding for 45 seconds and it had to start off with the date and you could only submit between certain time frame. Um, so that was kind of cool because you could try your best wake surf run as many times as you wanted. So that was like, you could submit your best, the best you could ride nice. basically. And then, um, towards the end of the season, like September, October, um, I actually ended up having nationals and worlds in person. So that was cool that those, that those, uh, ended up happening, but you know, it definitely wasn't the same as normal. Um, the judges weren't like on the boats, like they normally are. It was like a video camera on the boat and then they still judged off a of video, but we were all there in person to wake surf. Nice. Well, uh, I guess that's got to have you excited for this next year to get back to actually normal competitions, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as of right now, they they actually put the schedule out for next year, and I think we still have quite a bit of online events. Um, Worlds is going to be in person again, and they said there might be more in person events, but as of right now, they put out all online events yeah. again. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But either way, I'm just happy that it's still going on somewhat you know because it's still it's still like I, I'm still competing so I'm not it didn't get taken away completely yeah it's kind of cool the way they did that and kind of kind of innovated and allowed you guys and I guess you're really fortunate that you know I, I guess you know the term social distancing you being out on a boat in the middle of the lake I mean it's about as distance as you can get right so as long as you got a exactly, camera you can still produce yeah. content so yeah I uh teach quite a bit of wake surf lessons so all of that stuff's still been going on so luckily the boating industry you know in the beginning was pretty it was affected but then in the end ended up being one of the busiest seasons yeah how is uh how's the sport obviously COVID aside how's it doing I know you were for a while you were doing a lot of international travel and doing some events overseas and things like that how's how's the sport doing in places outside of the U.S. oh yeah it's uh it is growing like crazy. Um, places where I didn't even think people wake surfed everywhere, pretty much all over the world. Everyone's wake surfing. Um, definitely growing a lot in Asia and Europe. So it's cool to see everybody out there wake surfing nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And what do you, what do you think? Like, you know, cause I, I got my shoot. You want to go back to the beginning first time I was behind a boat was on a scurf board. Like we're, we're talking way back. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I, I was, I, <laughs> yeah, I scurfed way back when, so I don't want to age myself, but I turned 40 <laughs> this month, but um, yeah. So actually somebody at the river here about a year ago, had one. I looked at it. I'm like, Oh man, this is a throwback from the mid eighties. Uh, that is awesome. Yeah. So that was my very first time behind a boat was on a scurf board in the eighties. But um, what, what do you think? I feel like, wake surfing almost is you know taking some of the thunder away from wakeboarding and you know wake skating's always kind of been its own niche but i feel like uh you know i feel like it's taken some of the thunder away like you know that used to be the gateway you know wakeboarding stuff like that but i feel like yeah. now a lot of everybody i know is kind of opting for the wake surfboard instead of the wakeboard now oh yeah yeah pretty much uh that's been what's driving the industry for sure and that's kind of what's selling boats nowadays because everyone in the whole family can wake surf so it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are like you're not going to get hurt wake surfing whereas wakeboarding takes like a certain amount of you know commitment and you know trying stuff trying tricks and uh wake surfing is a lot easier on your body so it's I think that's what's been really you know, blowing up the sport is that the entire family can do it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and it, truthfully, there's not a, you know, the consequences aren't as bad, you know, you, like we said, we, you crash on a wakeboard and I, I had to stop just cause my knees couldn't handle it anymore. Um, you know, and that's why exactly. I, I went to wake skating and, and doing a little wake surfing, but, um, that, that's kind of the reason why I did that, but I feel like it's, yeah, the, the consequences aren't as bad. It doesn't mean the skill isn't, you know, just as hard. It just, you know, it, it's just a little easier on the body, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to wakeboard before I wake surfed and I know I like personally, it was afraid to try like any crazy trick. So I wasn't ever going to like really progress in that sport because I was like, nope, I don't want to crash. Nope. Don't want to do it. And then, uh, when I tried wake surfing, like, oh, this is like definitely not as scary. So that helped with me being able to progress in the sport. Well, Ashley, we're up against a time break here, but appreciate you taking the time to call into the show. And we'll be back after this on the Gentle Tired Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. 
For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-200-5818. That's 1-800-200-5818. 1-800-200-5818. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And that's all we got for hour number one right here on the Gentle Tired Energy Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. We've got hour number two coming up, though, but uh, always hella fun catching up with Ashley Kidd. Uh, you know, that interview actually is uncut in its entirety over there on Project Action. There's a little bit more to that interview. We carry on for quite a while, but uh, you'd want to check out my other show there. Uh, it's definitely uh, good stuff with Ashley Kidd uh, for those of you that are wake surfing fans. And we talk a little bit about off-road and I don't know, a whole lot of other things with that interview. But, uh, yes, thank you to Ashley for calling in. Hour number two, we have my good friend Natalie Torrance on the line. Used to be Natalie Janke, married to Top Fuel world champ Steve Torrance. She is going to be up here on hour number two. We're going to talk about motorsports marketing, social media, how to differentiate yourself, how to grow your personal brand. And uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun and very, very informational anytime you get Natalie on the line. Somebody I trust, uh, you know, to uh, to to pick her brain and uh, really uh, just a very, very good friend of mine. So uh, really stoked to have uh, Natalie on the show and a whole lot. A whole hell of a lot more to uh, come out of her, uh, you know, coming up in, um, you know, the very, very near future. So uh, thank you to uh, uh, Ashley Kidd and uh, Natalie up next on the show. Before we get into hour number two, though, do uh, definitely want to uh, mention uh, our good friends there at Fistful of Bourbon. Check out their new bourbon as well as our friends at iRacing, PR-Jim Beaver. That will get you 50% off there at iRacing's website. So, uh, yes, we are going to uh, continue. Continue to crank on the iRacing content over the holidays and a whole heck of a lot more. Uh, so, yeah, that coming up uh, in hour number two, though, Natalie Torrance. And uh, we got a whole lot more coming at you next year as well. But uh, we're going to take a short break. Be back with more after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. <laughs> 